This is an SBS Radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia. Emotional abuse is recognised as a damaging element of family violence. The Australian Bureau of Statistics says 3.3 million Australians have experienced emotional abuse by a partner since the age of 15. In migrant communities, there are additional barriers which can impact on how the abuse is experienced. Experts stress the need to understand the culture in order to provide support for victims of emotional abuse. So what exactly is emotional abuse and what are its effects? Iman Riman has the story. Emotional abuse is just one form of abuse that people can experience in a relationship. Though emotional abuse doesn't leave physical scars, it can have a huge impact on a victim's confidence and self-esteem. Relationships Australia, Victoria's Senior Manager for Practice Development, Emily MacDonald, explains what emotional abuse is. It is similar to other forms of abuse in that it's about one person maintaining power and control over another person. In intimate relationships, it's characterised usually um, around behaviours such as extreme jealousy and possessiveness, isolating you from your friends and family, using manipulation to make you do things you don't want to do, trying to control what you think and feel, um, what even you might wear or who you'll see. Sakina is a woman from Pakistan who married the man she loved in her home country despite the opposition of their parents. He convinced her to join him in Australia and leave her family behind. Once in Australia, she says her husband began to display abusive behaviour, including financial control, ignoring her needs and blaming her for the difficulties they were experiencing. I, I came here on my own. I spent all of my money just because I used to work overseas. Uh, in Pakistan. I spent all of the money to him and to his family. I, I, I just cried in front of him that, please understand me. He was controlling. He didn't allow me to go anywhere. He didn't even open an account. Emotional abuse can cover a wide range of behaviours or actions aimed at intimidating, controlling, isolating or manipulating a person. Monique Tui is a psychologist and author of the book Without You, rising above the impact of an abusive relationship. She says emotional abuse is insidious because it is largely invisible. So it can involve a regular pattern of nasty comments or the use of words and or behaviours that make someone feel threatened. Bullying is a part of it, so verbal bullying, constant criticism, as well as um, a, a really insidious form of emotional abuse, which is intimidation, shaming and manipulation. So shaming and manipulation are actually quite common and both involve the abuse of blaming. It could be a partner or a colleague um, or an employee for an action or inaction when they've actually not done anything wrong. For migrant women, there are a number of additional barriers which impact on how emotional abuse is experienced. Jumana Elmatra is the CEO of the Australian Muslim Women's Centre for Human Rights. She says that the added problem in migrant communities is the lack of understanding of the support services and interventions available to women. She stresses the need to understand the culture in order to provide support for victims of emotional abuse. The language barrier is a problem, but also failure to understand the culture is a problem. Um, and a lot of women, for example, will believe that in my culture it is okay for a man 
to guide my behavior. But what they mean when they say guide my behavior may actually be abusive. In the same way that some women think that men in their culture are responsible for the money, but actually what they're doing is financial abuse. In an emotionally abusive relationship, a person may feel that there is no way out of the relationship or that without their partner, they will have nothing. Sakina says she tried hard to mend the situation with her husband. She begged him to stay with her, listen to her and respect her as a wife, but his behaviour did not stop. She says his behaviour caused her to lose confidence in herself and to feel worthless. That's the main problem. I still have traumas attacked. I'm still having a lack of confidence in me. And just because to save my relation, I was like, you know, just don't give me anything. Just save, you know, give my relation back. Please give my relation back. I'm totally lost. I'm totally lost. Just, not just because of uh, everything had happened to me, but still I'm tired of begging in front of him to just give me my relation back. The scars of emotional abuse are real and long-lasting. Psychologist Monique Tui says emotional abuse can leave a person feeling depressed, anxious and even suicidal. So in many cases, consistent emotional abuse results in depression and anxiety. Uh, insomnia, so just staying awake worrying about, about what to do next or is there something wrong with me? And in really serious cases, a consequence can be post-traumatic stress disorder. And I'm actually seeing that more and more, particularly with workplace emotional abuse. Sakina expressed a feeling of isolation and despair as a result of the emotional abuse she suffered. I've lost my weight. I don't care whatever I'm eating. I'm totally isolated. I'm, I don't want to do anything. Seriously, I don't want to do anything. I, I better, better die, not to be alive. Monique Tui says it can take some time to recognize emotional abuse, but she recommends seeking help from trusted people. So often trustworthy friends and family members who can see more clearly who are outside of the dynamic of the relationship you're in with the particular person. Um, but a really easy first point for people is the internet. It can be a useful and quick tool. Your local GP and talking about how a particular relationship is making you feel and perhaps being referred to a counsellor or a psychologist to talk through it and get a qualified opinion and start to access some support about what to do about it. Emily MacDonald says that Relationships Australia offers a number of counselling models for individuals as well as for couples. However, she says it's important to acknowledge that this is about power and control and the needs of the victim are paramount. It may need the person who is experiencing the emotional abuse to come along on their own first to work out really what they want to do. Because it is a power issue, power and control issue, um, it's not an easy thing to bring your relationship along when you're actually the person who is experiencing emotional abuse. Sakina currently lives in crisis accommodation. She says the support she's receiving from the workers there, as well as from a trusted person through her employment, is helping her in dealing with the consequences of the abuse she has suffered, but that there's a long way to go. They help me a lot. Uh, they help me in many ways. They have given me shelter here. They are taking care of me. They are so helpful. They are doing counselling as well. I want to be positive, but still it's, it's a gap. It's a, like a long way to go. 
The Department of Human Services lists emotional abuse as a form of family and domestic violence. If a person needs to leave a situation affected by family or domestic violence, support systems may include social work counselling and Centrelink assistance. For counselling, information and support anytime, call 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732. Translated fact sheets in 28 languages are available on www.1800respect.org.au slash languages or call Lifeline on 131-114 and in an emergency, call 000. For more information, visit reachout.com. Feature prepared by Iman Riman. And for SBS, I'm Margarita Vasileva. This was an SBS radio podcast. For more Settlement Guide stories, visit sbs.com.au slash radio. 